This is a Demon FM podcast. You are listening to Geek Speak, the podcast where we talk all things geeky and nerd is the word. With me, your host, Reese. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Geek Speak. It's me again, Reese, your boy. I don't know why I use that intro every time, but I do. <laughs> um, and joining me today for our final fantasy episode, ooh, we have the ever so delightful, as fair as his namesake, Tom Fair. Hello, hello. How's it going? All right, thank you. How are you? It's been all right. I haven't been complimented yet today, so... That's a nice thing to for you to say. Thank you. You very are. Much. There is no one fairer in all the land than <sighs> Tom Fair. Okay, you can stop it now. We've both battled a storm to get here today, haven't we? We have. It is raging overhead. It storm is. Kira, Sierra. We can't agree. Yeah, uh, I think it's Sierra, like the singer. Tom seems to think it's Kira, but there we go. Whoever annoyed Thor, can you please like? ask for forgiveness because that was not fun to travel in <laughs> i actually saw like a break in the rain as i was like planning to come here and i was like yes i can make it salvation to, i can make it to the university in this time and literally as soon as i stepped outside the gates of my accommodation this massive squall of Damn wind poor. and rain happened and there was like a literal mist rising from the pavement it's unpleasant like, it really is it's the end of times my fence blew in your fence blowing. I went to let the dog out to, you know, do his business. And I had to put him on on his lead so he wouldn't go into next door's garden. <laughs> Just to keep a hold of him. Yeah. In this weather. Well, yeah, because he's a very small dog. I have a pug. No, it ain't fun. But we made it. We did We made it. it. We're here and we're going to talk and we're going to have a great time. We are. It's going to be great. Uh, before we dive into the Final Fantasy questions, I'm going to start doing like a little segment bit that I've wanted to do for a while now. But I am denied about it because I was like, is it too nerdy? But then, like, the name of the podcast is literally Geek Speak. So you all should expect nothing less. And uh, feel free to play along at home. So I've got, like, three questions. Go for it. Hit me with it. The first question is, you're a young Pokemon trainer and you're starting out on your journey. Yes. You have a choice of five you can start your journey with. But which one do you pick? Do you pick Bulbasaur? Charmander? Squirtle? Pikachu or Eevee? Ooh. Because I know you're a 90s kid like I am, so this is going to be a difficult choice. This is an absolute swerve on what I came here to talk <laughs> about, but let's have a go at it. Um, the first one that I picked, that I remember picking in one of the first generation Pokemon games was the Charmander, because, you know, who doesn't want a fire lizard? That turns into a dragon. Yeah, of course. Basically. But then as I've went through the years and like did a few replays and things like that, find myself sort of gravitating towards the Bulbasaur. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's just cool little lizard with a little plant on its back. When it gets bigger, the plant gets even more beautiful and gorgeous. And I think that's just a like a metaphor of how I want to get in my life. Yeah. Yes, that's beautiful. Yeah, it, it's a little bit ugly, like me. So, you know. It's also, like, no. It mirrors. Don't you dare put yourself down like that. Not whilst you're in my presence. <laughs> You've also got like a cute dinosaur t-shirt on. I do, yes. It says the struggle is real. And it's got a Tyrannosaurus on with its l l little arms struggling. Yeah, it really accurately reflects my journey <laughs> to university. <today. laughs> oh, me. Emotional state. <laughs> and the second question I wanted to ask you is, you can belong to a fictional race of beings. Oh, blimey. Do you want to be an elf, a cyborg, or an alien? 
An elf, a cyborg, or an alien? Mm -hmm. I was expecting you to say dwarf next. Cyborg would be pretty cool. If I could just connect to the Wi-Fi wherever I am, <laughs> just by thinking about it. Practicality. It, it would be. Yeah, just connect with all my fellow cyborg little mans. You Good saw man. it. Yeah, just yeah. Po post on Twitter from anywhere. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Could so have like a little AI assistant in my head as well that just knows more than me. <laughs> I think that'd be great. Sounding like a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Brooker, get on it. Um, and the last question is, Three weapons appear before you. A mysterious rod holding unknown power. The power of the mystic. Inner strength. A staff of wonder and ruin. A shield to repel all. The power of the guardian. Kindness to aid friends and a shield to protect loved ones. Or finally, the power of the warrior. A sword of terrible destruction. Invincible courage and the will to stand against anything. Oof. Which one do you pick? I have a feeling that all of the people around me would appreciate me having the power of the shield. Yes. Yeah, I think that's more my thing. You are like the guardian angel of demon. I do my best. I'm, you, I'm just you the calm You succeed presence. at your best. Yeah. When everything around me is collapsing, I'm the one to go, <laughs> Oi, get it together. <laughs> you counterbalance Dav's like, constant hyper energy very nicely. <laughs> We're you make quite yang. the dynamic duo, exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, those are the three questions. Super nerdy, but there we go. So you're a cyborg with a Charmander. Uh, Bulbasaur, sorry. With a fantastic shield. There we go. You're ready for your quest. I'll get writing that book then. I was going to say, fanfiction.net, better watch out <laughs> if it's still up and running. I haven't been on it in a hot minute. <laughs> anyway, on with the show. So Final Fantasy, great series. Absolutely. Iconic. It's been around since... I think 1987. Yes, I 1987. did my homework before I came. Oh, here. honey, I mean, I did as well. <laughs> uh, created by Hironobu Sakaguchi. If any of you aren't too familiar, these like iconic role-playing games that have just been, yeah, been going for a, a long while now. Um, I haven't played all of them. Yeah, neither have I. I'm aware of some of the previous games. I'm not aware of like what one, two, three, and four are about. Yeah, but I've not played any of the ones up to six. I'm, I'm very aware of seven and eight. Seven, seven's like the iconic big major one That's that one. everyone yeah. like fell in love with the series with. I mean, the earliest one I ever played was ten. That I think no, I played nine first. I had the PS one. Oh, okay. When I was a kid, I was I was a proper nine. Nine's as uh, Dane Tribal. That's the one. Yeah, the Monkey Man. Uh, yes. And VV, yes. VV, oh, we'll talk about VV later. We love there's VV. A He's whole thing to unpack there. I want a plushie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of like halfway through the Final Fantasy VIII remake because they released it on the Switch. Oh, right. And I spent some of my hard-earned work money on it. How is that? Really good, really enjoyable. I mean, <laughs> the risk of sounding horribly like a weeb. Uh, <laughs> when I was younger, Yuna was like my video game waifu. Nice. I feel I feel dirty just saying that. That's okay. We can cut it but, out. <laughs> Renoa's in Final Fantasy VIII is quickly becoming like the new video game waifu. But yeah, it's really good. I think I'm coming towards the end. What what happened recently? I don't get the chance to play through it that often, and I can't play games with like only an hour. I need to have like a good binge session, at least like three or four hours. Dedicate like. The whole day to it. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because my video game tastes are like, I like ones that have a good story. Like first-person shooters, like Call of Duty. I, I mean, they're great, but they don't 
tickle my pickle. Yeah, I'm I like ones with a great story and a fantasy element. So I can't really, I can't play games like that with like an hour because how am I meant to invest myself? You know, yeah, that's probably how it became so popular in the first place. Yeah, because think of games in the eighties. You think of like shoot 'em ups and racing games and things that you could yeah. go to the arcade and play in an hour. Yeah. You didn't really have like a reason to get like a home console. No. But then Final Fantasy came along and suddenly you've got like a reason to dedicate a day epic, to this thing. Yeah. Yes. That, you know, had proper thought and scripting behind it. Yeah. Yes. So 10 is the key one for me. I remember playing 10 too, but I didn't find it as satisfying to play. 10 as... too. Is that the one with the three females? Yes. Luna, Riku, and, and Pain. The other one. Yeah. The other the, one. The, other the one. goth chick. Um, <laughs> goth queen. Basically what she was. It, I mean, it was okay. Yeah. It just didn't... Gri- I, it's not one that I played repeatedly like I did 10. Yeah. Did it sort of play the same way? The mechanics kind of, like They the introduced something called dress spheres where mm. you, like transform basically and you get different powers based on what dress sphere you use kind of like the traditional job system then yeah yeah i I mean it's worth a play just to carry on yuna and tedis's story yeah your waifu just gotta get a little bit more of her in there yes i feel that i I have to just Uh. for nostalgia's sake Mm. Uh, mind you i haven't played that in a hot minute either (laughs) because they've done a remake of 10 as well yeah the hd remake and I, uh, uh, as I say, I've spent some of my hard-earned pennies on it, but I wasn't sure if I should go for 10 or 8. And I just was like, let's go for something new that I haven't experienced before Yeah, and go for number 8. And number 8 is really good. So if you get the chance to play it... Well, if it's out on Steam, I'll certainly show. Yeah. In the words of Shia LaBeouf, just do it. Just do, do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you... You've, I think you've played more than I have. Um, so you've played nine, nine, ten, ten, twelve, and a little bit of Dissidia, and a little bit of fifteen. A little bit of fifteen. Okay. Yeah. So twelve was Evelise. It was the story Ivan of Barn and, and Ash. Yes. Uh, Barsh, Balthier, Fran. Oh, Fran! I, I, Fran's popular. Yeah. Because she's like a bunny woman. Yeah. You don't a, have to a beautiful think, bunny woman. Don't have to think hard to figure no. out why she's popular. <laughs> We won't go down that road. <laughs> Dissidia, again, I've had a little tinker on. I borrowed it off someone. Great fun. Introduced me to quite a few characters, as I say, especially from the past games that I didn't know a lot about. Mm. I was a bit confused by, like, the Onion Knight character. Yeah, it just it's it's kind of like Super Smash Brothers in a way. It just it brings together all of these characters and just puts them in an arena and makes them fight. Which I love. It's a simple and kind of the fun. the fan favourites. And I know they did an expansion pass which brought in uh, Tifa Lockhart. And mm. I love Tifa Lockhart. She's like cyber babe, iconic. Cyber babe. She base well. <laughs> this these are critics' words, reviewers' words, not mine. Like along with Lara Croft, I quote: "She's like the cy- a cyber babe of the '90s or something, like a gaming pinup idol." Reviewers are too horny. They are. They are. Someone stop them. I can't even comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> People are thirsty. I mean, I, I'm, actually, I'm trying to think how I experienced Final Fantasy first. Because I'm a massive, 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 massive fan of the Kingdom Hearts games. Yeah, yeah. Which, <laughs> this insane bonkers blend of Disney and Final Fantasy that surprisingly works. I've heard of it before, yes. Yes. The plot okay. makes zero sense. I'd have better look explaining nuclear fission to you than I would <laughs> the plot of Kingdom Hearts. But I can't remember if that's where I first experienced them. I haven't played one of the Kingdom Hearts games and it... 
it looks like too much for me. You know, when you look at something like, I don't know, Metal Gear Solid. Okay. And that's yeah. just massively complicated and extremely dense. And you're looking at it from the outside and you just can't make any sense of it. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts feels like that to me. I mean, enjoy the raw. It is nonsensical. <laughs> I've literally like read Wikipedia articles and everything on it because I was like, so what, what is actually happening? <laughs> it's a bit cheesy. It's a bit, as I say, it's got Disney in it. So what do you expect? Yeah. And there are a few like cringeworthy moments in there, but I, I love it. I love it. Love it. I'll do a separate podcast on Kingdom Hearts because, yeah, I could talk about it forever. <laughs> but I like when I was playing through it, I feel like I knew like Cloud and um, like Yuffie and Aerith before I'd play. I don't know. I can't. You, remember. you know that you had some kind of connection with them before. Yeah. Through like other media, like on, you've seen them on TV or I mean, YouTube like, videos or something yeah. like that. I've got family members that are like major major gamers. Yeah. Like nerdage. I mean when you see a big man with a big sword, you think of Cloud. Yes. So yeah, you probably should for <laughs> like YouTube. Probably. I keep meaning to like watch a let's play of um seven. Just so I can go on the journey. Cause I've not got I used to have a PS1. I don't anymore. I don't know anywhere that would sell me Final Fantasy VII aside from <laughs> online, in which case they're probably charging you about 80 quid for it. Mm. So let's I might play. just watch a Let's Play. That's a massive time investment. Yeah, I know. For, for the, a Japanese RPG? You kidding? I was Because it's across like several discs, I think. <laughs> Four discs, baby. Four discs? Yep. I thought it was like two or three. We'll check that one. When the remake comes out, I'll give it a go. Yeah. Because I know the characters and I've read up about them and you've seen all the fan art and they've been in a few fanfics I've read. And as I say, I've met them through Kingdom Hearts and they all seem like really cool. Oh, you mentioned that you've played Final Fantasy fifteen a little, a little bit. A little bit, yes. How did you find it? Because I know it was quite divisive. The whole open world aspect of it, where they're all driving around in the car and making yeah. camp and stuff. I feel like that's a really nice thing to do with the characters of that game. Yeah. We just, you don't have to always be fighting your monsters and no. doing whatever else, doing quests. You can just drive out into the desert and chill with your <laughs> mates. And I think that's just a really nice thing to add to a game like that. Yeah. Personally, I like open world yeah. games. I like that sense of adventure where there's like things hidden in every corner and, you, you know, you've just got this full scale world to explore. Yeah. Did you find anything about it disappointing to begin with? I don't feel like I Did spent enough. Did you notice enough, anything? Yeah. I don't feel like I spent enough time in it to be disappointed by it. It was yeah. like one of those things where I'm over at my mate's house and he's gone out for a couple of hours. Mm. I'm just going to play Final Fantasy 15 for a bit and see what it's all about. Combat was. It was alright, I suppose. It was different. Mm. I don't feel too strongly either way about that. The whole teleporting around with the sword. Oh, and yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. That was, it was a new way to do things. I'm not sure if it's super appropriate to an RPG like that. But mm. I'm glad that they tried something new. And you can sort, sort of they see the echoes of that coming through in the Final Fantasy VII remake, for instance. Because mm, I know people are a bit iffy about that as well, that that's going to be the, the combat system for Final Fantasy VII when before it was, like, turn-based. Yeah. Well, I suppose the active time battle system that they introduced at that kind of era of Final Fantasy, I'm sure that mm. was a little bit controversial as well. Probably. <laughs> Might upset listeners. Go for it. But whether you like it or not, change happens people <laughs> i'm not saying i agree with it all the time myself because i certainly don't but personally i like individual you have control of one person instead of you know like turn base yeah traditional turn base I, I don't mind i mean i've been playing pokemon for like years yeah 
I just think with something as epic as Final Fantasy, I'd prefer to be, or at least be able to switch between which lead character I'm playing. Yeah, I suppose so. Kind of. I suppose with the turn-based battle system as well, you get a chance to just sort of stop and look at the designs of the monsters mm. and the backgrounds. You can and appreciate it. All that kind of stuff, yeah. I think that's the reason that I really enjoyed Final Fantasy IX when I first played it. You know, it, it had the active time battle system where you had to make a certain move at a certain time because your little mm. bar filled up. But you had just a chance to just sort of roll with the punches kind of slowly. Yeah. Appreciate the animations. Nothing too high pressure. Yeah. You could appreciate the effort that had gone into it. Yeah, like I've got, yeah. I've got 10 seconds until I next need to do something. Let's, let's just sit back and have a look, man. <laughs> so... Uh, out of all of the ones that you have played, yeah, was there a particular favourite of yours? Um, for for the longest time, I thought that Final Fantasy X was my favourite. Mm. I remember like getting my PS2 one Christmas, ages and ages ago. I'm very old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so am I. Anyway, when I first got my PS2, that <laughs> one of those Christmases, ages and ages ago. Yeah, I had two games. One was FIFA 04. Ew. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, it was a pretty good one. Had a banging soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> At least it had that. Mm. And Sorry. The, and the other one was Final Fantasy X. Yes. And Final Fantasy X, I just played for hours on end. Endlessly. Endlessly. When I came back from school, that would be the one that I'd play up until tea time. And it, it was that good. On re- like holidays, like well into the night. Well you into the night. To. Absolutely. Goodbye, Mom. <laughs> you have a nice sleep. I'm just going to chill here uh, for yeah, a bit. Yeah, I'm going to rack up the electric bill. Yeah. Oh, no, it's 3 a.m. What, yeah. what am I doing here? Oh, that's... Uh, I, like, I can't even talk about that. That is such a real thing. <laughs> yeah, get home from school, PlayStation on, play, have dinner, go play again. Oh, it's like 8 o'clock. I don't have to go to bed just yet. Boom, yeah. 3 a.m. What's homework, man? But yeah, that was like the first game that I played on my PS2. And I was like absolutely blown away by like the quality of the character mm-hmm. models and the way that you, they could like make it these mad costumes. Remember like Lulu's oh my God. belt dress? Yes. Thing? I, I that was, like, was everything. I was like, how are you getting so much detail into these character <laughs> models? Yeah, they're really detailed. Well, especially because like Final Fantasy X was, I think, what, 2004, 2002? Early 2000s, yeah. I don't Early remember 2000s. The exact year. Let me have a look. 2001. Jesus. Yeah. Okay, mine was a second-hand copy. I'm not that old. <laughs> no, Final Fantasy uh, X-2 was 2003. Gotcha. And compared to, like, other PlayStation 2 games that were out at this time, yeah. Square Enix, like, blew it out of the water. Well, Square, as it was known back then. But, yeah, they were just, like, absolutely, like, smashed it in graphics. They absolutely did. Like I've said, the character models, the animations in particular, all yeah. the characters, as they just move around and do the, all their mad spells and stuff. The, like, the jump from Final Fantasy IX to X was such a massive gap. Really? Really was. Like, some of the like the CGI cutscenes where they cut out of the in-game engine and go into like, these pre-rendered CGI kind of things. Yeah. I'd never seen anything like that before in a game. And again, it's like added to that scope of it being not just in a game, it was this epic, it was this story that was being told and that, all right, you were playing it, but there was like, these, would immerse you. Yeah, the quality of these like CGI cutscenes, they rivaled what I was seeing on like TV at the time. Mm. They were the, they were that good with like the individual hair strands like flipping around and stuff like that. Because hair is one of the most difficult things to animate. I've heard, yeah. Because obviously hair is really fine and it's these individual strands. 
bit off topic, but yeah, hair. I that's one of the first things I notice when I watch like three D animation and video games. Yeah, I will sit there and look. How have they done the hair? Hmm, I've oh, seen just like better. A, just a sheet of polygons, basically draped around the shoulder. You know. I remember. I think it was like the opening sequence to. I think it was Tekken. And one of the characters, <laughs> one of the female characters does like a hair toss. Yeah. And it's meant to be like this sexy hair flick. Yeah. And she's got this bold red lippy on it. Her hair just looks like spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> this is a PS1 <laughs> game as well, by the way. I'm that old. We're both that old. Yeah. Let's not tell them how old we are, shall we? It can be a rain of mystery to the dear yeah, listener. Yeah, I'm only 18. <laughs> I'm only 16. Yeah. Mentally, I'm only about nine. Yeah, I started eating sandpaper at a young age, and that's why I sound like this. So, you've you've had a good little dabble throughout yeah. the games, you know, yeah. some of the core ones. Oh, uh, will you get the seven remake when it's done? Absolutely, it looks absolutely gorgeous. It looks stunning, and it's like the perfect time for me to jump in on a game that I've not played before. Yeah, you know, and I think it's going to be because you do know like little bits about it already because it's so iconic. Yeah, to yeah. play through it. Again, like and be like oh so that's where this happens that's where this comes from that's who this person is that's how that's, big that sword is yeah whoa dude I, I think that's partially why i love tifa lockhart so much as well yeah because like well in final fantasy 7 especially all of the characters like cloud has his like 10 foot long sword compensating um, for something um, <laughs> no comment. Uh, Barrett has like his gun arm. Mm. Yuffie's a ninja. Red Thirteen is like a red magical wolf type creature. Right. Aerith knows like loads of magic, whereas Tifa just uses her fists and her feet, and she absolutely like batters people. And this is my friend Punch Girl. Yes, this is what she does. She's she punches. Like, she's like re- apparently she's like her character's like really sweet, quite nice. Yeah, she's a bit. Sexy with those shorts and that tight yeah. tank top on, but it's it was gaming in the nineties. You know what it's like, peeps. <laughs> You've got all these characters running around with these crazy weapons, and then yeah, Tifa's just like, "Fight me, bro!" Just with her fists, <laughs> square up, bro. basically, square Enix up. Sorry, I had to get one of those in there. We are gamers after all, exactly. Do you have a favorite character out of? The games you played. Absolutely, I do. You could see the smile creeping across my face, and yours just went up at the same time. It's got to be Vivi from Final Fantasy IX. Yes. I think that's just one of the most beautifully written characters in so many like fantasy franchises that I've ever like interacted with. Yes. He's okay. So Vivi, for those of you who don't know, he's like this his face is hidden. He's this adorable, like little black mage. Character. Yeah, his model is like based on like the traditional black mage model. Yeah. Like back in the early Final Fantasy games. Yeah. He's just like that, but he's got his like own little style with his little jacket and his floppy stuff little like wizard's hat. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I've not played Final Fantasy Nine. I'm, I'm aware because I've done like my little bits of reading and research, and yeah. he's in Kingdom Hearts too briefly. Yeah. Personally, I like the magic characters anyway. Yeah. Who doesn't like just flinging spells around, <laughs> making your enemies slow and your friends fast? Yeah. Or a little bit of fire, yeah, a little bit of blizzard. A bit of double casting, you know, on the sly. Do you want two spells a turn? Oh. <laughs> thunder, thunder. We're on it. Thunder. Snap, done, bye, winning. Thunder. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, Vivi. 
fabulous. It's great. Yeah, I just think that's just a marvellous example of writing in a video game. If you don't know the story of Vivi, I'll try and be a little bit vague if you're not Yeah, give it. me the full rundown, because yeah. I'm not, as I say, I'm not too familiar with it. I know he's meant to be like, isn't he like really old or he's really young? I he's really young. Which. He's basically like an artificial, I suppose, human. Yeah. Like him and his race have been like constructed out of magic to be like black mage soldiers mm. for one person or another. And that, who they were made for, like changes throughout the story. Like, oh no, this person's orchestrating these people. And so they're, they're basically constructed to kill. Except Vivi doesn't know that. He, he's got like amnesia. He doesn't know where he came from or why he was made. Yeah. And he meets up with the main characters. And through their journey, they meet other black mages. And they're like, oh, okay, these guys aren't all bad. And they find out where they all came from, why they were made. And Vivi has this like absolute blue screen of death moment. Oh. And, and he's like, oh, sh <laughs> all right. And then through his interactions with the main characters, he's like... Oh, it, okay, it doesn't matter where I come from. I've still got all these amazing friends, and I'm still absolutely powerful as hell. Aww. It's a, it's a really cool character to bring to any franchise, I suppose. You could, yeah. You could, drop, you could drop that character moments into any, like, fantasy franchise, and it would just elevate the it's whole thing. It's just a pleasant little journey of self-discovery and, you know, shape your own person and destiny. Yeah, Aww. and it kind of mirrors the main character's kind of story arc as well where the main characters are Dan he doesn't really know where he comes from either mm. but he's like he's a very different person for it yes like he's a much more friendly outgoing kind of character yeah he's still a bit of a knob to some people but it, the, these these moments kind of cross over at some point during the story yeah and then suddenly Vivi is helping Zidane come to terms with his past there's a great little moment like near the end of the game where they're like suddenly together in like perfect unison yeah in that kind of like story Aww. beat I think that was a brilliant story moment, and that will never, like, leave me. Final Fantasy IX is absolutely brilliant. I might have to... I mean, hopefully they'll do a remake of that, because that sounds really cute. It's a very... And really fun. It's a great, well-written character. So Vivi for the win for Tom. Vivi for the win, man. Um, I'm trying to think who my favourite would be. What um, game would we go for first? So, as I say, I'm hot, kind of like... Well, I think I'm nearing towards the end of... Eight and ten, ten two, bit of Dissidia. Uh, oh, 13. I've played Final Fantasy 13. Yeah, I've heard that wasn't great. Uh, uh, mixed bag. Mixed bag. Like, okay. character designs were really cool. Yeah. Like, combat system also mm, a bit like slow to begin with. Yeah. Like, learning it and like the tutorial side of it. But I tend to find that with Square Enix games anyway, a little bit. They really build you up, but to be fair, you're never, like, not prepared. Yeah, they are longer games as well. Yeah, that they are an emotional investment. Um, I don't, do you know what? I don't know why I skipped 12. I went from 10 to 13. Yeah, it was weirdly late in the PS2's life cycle. Yeah. So it kind of flew under the radar for a lot of people. I think so. Yeah, you've had, like, the... the remaster i suppose quite recently it's in the a last remaster of, of 12 yeah it was called the zodiac age and it kind of revamped some of the mechanics there's like a fast forward button for travel and... i may have to invest in that as well then yeah textures updated things like that <sighs> i'm gonna be doing loads of extra shifts at work. <laughs> the thing is, well i'd need to like book some time off as well to play them because at the moment like free time is a as i say it's a bit of a trial mm. but 
like 13 yeah character design's amazing yeah lightning i think she's the first like female protagonist since final fantasy 6 that yeah. was tara branford i believe hmm i wouldn't know if i'm remembering correctly i will take your word for it yeah but she's got like this pink hair and this like kick-ass sword that's an, a gun and like character like relationship dynamics i found in that to be like really cool yeah so like you've got hope who's uh, kind of like on a mission of vengeance and lightning takes him under her wing yeah um you've got like the friendship between fang and um vanille that's really cute Bit, bit, bit of tension between Lightning and um, Snow, who's engaged to Lightning's sister. So you got a bit of, yeah. There's soap drama there, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> and I think, like, there's also, it's related to the plot. If I remember correctly, it's been a while. Yeah. There's, like, it, it, it sort of displays, like, in its story, like, a class system type of thing. Because you've got, yeah, like, all of the characters have, like, a mark. Okay. That like defines what their purpose and their destiny is. Yeah. To fulfill. And if they don't do it in time, they crystallize. If I'm remembering that correctly, I could be wrong. There might be people listening to this screaming at me. But yeah, there's like the floating city of Cocoon, which is kept separate from the rest of the planet. Okay. That sounds pretty magical. Yes. That's on par for Final Fantasy, yeah. I mean. <laughs> um Okay, yeah. So I've done a little catching up. So yeah, it's Cocoon. It's a city that's held above the planet, which is called Pulse. Right. And it's kind of like, if you're exposed to something from Pulse, it turns you into uh, a false... No, let's see. I'm losing track. Maybe I don't know it as well as I did. To oh. be fair, I only played for it twice. And those and are long I, games as well. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think I got rid of it with a load of other PS2 games for money for cigarettes because that was very naughty that is very naughty that why was. would you do that like don't just don't do it don't Fantasy follow my example is better than drugs I know but I was like determined to be cool at the time Ugh, you were already cool you know that we know that I really wasn't have you not played through enough Final Fantasy games to know that you're always cool <laughs> because of what's in your heart <laughs> come on you just thought it all right so my Final Fantasy XIII knowledge might be a bit skewy, but I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. I think Ten is my go-to. What were we going about before? Right, my favourite character out of the yes, games yes. I've played. I, yeah, I think it's just got to be Ten. It's got to be Tidus. Tidus. And Yuna. Or Tidus. I think it's Tidus. I think they say in the City games that it's Tidus. Tidus. It's the only time they say his name ever yeah. in anything. Because you can name him yourself in the actual game. Yeah, and they're like, oh, look at that Blitzball star. Did you I ever get that guy? Did you ever give a, a like a silly name? Because like in Pokemon, I'd always like in the early days when you could do <laughs> this and there wasn't like a sensor in it. You'd name your like your rival like boobs or ass. Yeah, ass Ketchum. <laughs> no, I can confirm that I never called my Tidus ass. <laughs> oh, that caught me off guard, and the volume <laughs> is just spiked. <laughs> um, I've never thought of that before. No. Really? Ask Ketchum, it's an open goal. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that, should I? No. Oh, this is going to be a censored episode. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> um, no, I always used to call like my rival Stinky or something, Stinky. or Boobs, or 
but I never I never did that for Tidus. No, respected him too much. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's the character I'm playing. Yeah. Yeah. And I never I found never. him like that interesting. Main characters in Final Fantasy games don't tend to it's be It's the characters around them. Yeah, and how they interact with Yeah. I suppose that's always been more trouble with like fantasy games. They kind of have to put you in like a everyman kind of character, I suppose. It's got to develop over the course of the story. Yeah. Yeah. But this person also has to give you like a way into this mad fantasy world that you've just been dropped into. Yeah. And so they kind of have to be a kind of blank slate. Yeah, it's going to be really difficult to access emotionally and like physically this mad world that you've just been dropped into. Yeah. And so I suppose main characters in fantasy games never really been all that much of interest to me. No. I mean, Squall's pretty interesting to play in Final Fantasy VIII. Again, a bit of like, as you say, the blank slate. Yeah. It's his relationship mostly with Renoa that like really brings him into his own and you're just like, I ship them so hard. <laughs> Is he a bit of an edge lord as well? So I mean, I've noticed that as well with the main characters. A bit. He's a bit of like a brooding Yeah. The brooding sort. Scar across his face. Oh, sexy. Yeah. I'm in. A gun blade. Gun blade. Because why wouldn't you want a sword that's also a gun? Epic though. It's just useful, man. It's yeah. a nice can opener as well <laughs> on, on the uh, the hilt of the blade there. Oh my god. Okay, there we go. There's another question. What weapon are you picking from oh, Final Jesus. Fantasy? Oh god. If you can think of any. If you can think of any. Um I mean it'd have to be a mage. That's just more interesting than yeah. anything else. It's just, just a staff, man. To wave around. Yeah. And occasionally hit people over the head with. Just bonk. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I'd one damage do the same. bonk. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Dissimilar from the gameplay. <laughs> I am out of mana. Yeah. Well, that's the only thing with like magical characters in the games as well, especially, well, in the earlier parts of it, like magic yeah. isn't that, sh- doesn't tend to be that strong a thing. It's yeah. something you have to build up to. It just kind of counters specific enemy types. Yeah. It's like, bam, elements. But then eventually yeah. it, it picks up and like your magic uses eventually being just as offensive and capable as your like swords and guns and. Yeah. I can cast three different Spears spells in a whatever. turn to yeah. like, protect my party from everything. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And that's when you're in it, people. Bear with it. Oh, I know. Mm. What would you rather have as a pet? A Moogle or a Chocobo? Chocobo. If you know anything about me, Reese, you know that I'm a bird man. <laughs> and so a giant yellow chicken that I can ride on. Yeah. It's just perfect for me. Yeah. I'd have had a much easier time getting here today <laughs> with the Chocobo's big, strong legs battling against Storm Kira. I mean, would you be able to... You'd have to like keep it and feed it. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, work. Cool. It's a pet. It's just a cool pet, man. Of course I'm going <laughs> to look after it. They are beautiful. I mean, they change a little bit with each game. Yeah. Um, I advise you to do that, peeps. Just uh, Google images of Chocobos because they're just adorable. Cool chickens. Yeah. Final Fantasy X, one of them like, like runs a boat. Chickens. Yes, they do. Like, it's, it's like on a giant wheel, isn't it? Yeah, a giant it just... hamster wheel. They just put a chocobo in there. It's cool. I don't know it the is story cool. about why it's there. No. <laughs> I see. I always like the idea of a moogle. Yeah. They're like half cat, half pig things with like, like, squishy more like noses. Bears. Bears is probably little better. Teddy than, bears, yeah. Yeah. Little teddy bears with like a little. Squashed button piggy nose. Yeah, little wings sometimes yeah. as well. Pom pom on their head. Koopa. Adorable. Koopa, koopa. Yeah, that's the little noise they make. And I just want one to hug. Fair enough, man. Plus, they're a little bit more like sentient and 
<laughs> capable of self-care than Chocobo might be. <laughs> See, I'm just lazy. Like, the Chocobo is brilliant. I mean, that would be just be like a weird flex. You just roll up to any event or location. Mm. Does anyone know where I can, like, tie up my Chocobo? <laughs> Please. All the people at prom going up in their rented <laughs> Lamborghinis and limos and stuff. And I just rock up on a massive bird. A giant chicken horse. Take off my goggles and go, yep, ready to party. <laughs> Anyone know where I can hitch up my chocobo? Can we get some water for it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Y'all got I mean... any of those Giselle greens in your pockets? <laughs> yeah. Give them a little treat, a little wanna, snack. Want to touch my bird? Okay, now it's become beautiful a beautiful feathers. <laughs> I like your thinking. Plumage. What would you name your chocobo? What to name him? Oh, it would have to start with Ch, wouldn't it? Chuck. Chuck the chocobo. Chuck the chocobo. Charlie uh, the chocobo. Mm, Charles. Charles the chocobo. It's a bit more regal, that one yeah. is. Yeah. Charles the chocobo. A bit more air of regality about it. Yeah, and it would be. I'd absolutely give it like some multicolored, like, tail feathers and stuff like that for it to wear. A little bit of blue or purple, they're quite regal colours, just to contrast with the feathers. Yeah, just yeah. to make it look like a, like a peacock, I suppose. Just so when I rock oh. up to the party, one hand on oh, the... Oh, you fancy. One hand on the stirrups, <laughs> one hand waving to my adoring fans, massive peacock tail behind me. <laughs> That'd be good, wouldn't it? That would be... I, oh, do you know what that... Okay, I'm going to say um, a chocobo as well on that note. Yeah. As much as I love the Moogles... Anyone out there listening, if you've got like five minutes to kill, just Google uh, Chocobos and Moogles and then decide for yourself which one you'd want to pick. <laughs> Enjoy that internal battle. Uh, and then out of the games you've played or you might have seen, mm. which of those storylines do you most want to be involved with? I'm going to rule out 10 immediately because it's an absolute crap sack world. With just a giant Sin roaming around, yeah. The giant monster's called Sin and it's causing chaos and devastation everywhere. And it won't die. So I'm, no. I'm not going to live in that world where tsunamis can just come and blow me away whenever it likes. Yeah. Yeah. Final Fantasy XII just seems a little bit complicated to me. There's, there's three kingdoms in there, man. I don't want to deal with uh, politics in yeah. my fantasy game. No. No. I'd probably go with Final Fantasy IX again. Yeah. It, it, it's got multiple kingdoms, yes, but you don't really have to care about that. It's not like at the forefront. Yeah. It's still about a madman trying to take over the world and destroy it and things like that. Fabulous. Yeah, so it's it's a nice simple goal that I can orient myself towards, you know? <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, it's a bit more cheerful world as well. Little, see, I prefer that. Much yeah. like yourself, I might be able to live in 10, preferably not. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot. An entire village gets just, wiped out like two hours into the game. Basically. Yeah. It's not It's not great. doesn't make you feel safe and no. happy and secure in your holdings. But there are some beautiful moments, like environments in the game as well. Mm. You could live as like a little hermit in like the end cities, Anakin. I mean, that's what I'm planning for like my future anyway. Once I get this degree, that's it. I'm off to live in the wood away from people. But for as long as there are woods before they're all chopped down. Let's not get into an existential crisis talk now. Not yet, no. Um, I also keep thinking of like the scene in 10 where they're like, you just got to laugh it off. <laughs> that is a cringe. That's like the one bit of the game that I would erase. I can only it's imagine. so cringy. I can only imagine that they did the animation for that part first and then just told the voice actors, all right, you've just got to match to that. It doesn't make any sense, but you've just got to match yeah. to it. And now they're just sitting there like, 
well, gotta do this and ha, 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 ha. <laughs> YouTube that clip at your own risk because it is out there. It's a lot. Yeah, but for some reason, like the devastation of sin and then that scene is it's like, I don't think I can live in that world. I am, yeah. I'm going to say eight. I think I could happily live in world eight with my waifu. Yeah. A semi-waifu Renoa. Semi-waifu. Even though that, well, actually, I don't know what happens to her yet. Because at the point I've got in the game, she's just like fallen into like a comatose state. Oh, no. Yeah. That's bad for a waifu. Yeah. And I'm like, my girl, I need to know that she's, you know, she's going to be okay. If not for me, then for her and uh, Squall, because like <laughs> they've got to hook up and get together. I ship it. The ship must sail. <laughs> I hope so. Hopefully it's not going to be a Titanic of a ship. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I'd probably say eight. Yeah. Thirteen's too chaotic as well. Yeah. As I say, you've got the whole thing with a city above like a polluted or damaged planet. There's like an elitist sect government type thing going on up there. I mean, the summons that they get to do in a 13 are pretty cool. Yeah. Some like these giant shape-shifting monoliths. Oh, we should talk about the summons in a little bit. <gasps> that's that's a good that can one. be our next point of topics in ten. They're fantastic. Oh, yes, that first time you summon um Valifor. Valifor. Oh, what a good bird! I know. There are so many Best good boy. birds. There are so many good birds <laughs> in Final Fantasy games. All right, then. There's a question for you. Out of like the, are there like five summons in ten. Uh, so you got Valifor, Valifor Ifrit, Ifrit, Shiva. Yeah. The, um... I- Ixinia? The lightning horse? Yeah, the lightning horse. Yeah. Like a zebra type thing. Yeah. Uh, and then... Bahamut. Ba- Bahamut. Yeah. Bahamut just looks really I was about really to say Bahamut. Cool. That ain't right. Bahamut, Bahamut is like this gigantinormal Nantuan dragon type thing that's just epic. Yeah. And you got, uh, Anima. Anima. Uh, Seymour Summon. Like that chain yes. thing that rises yes, out yes, of the yes, ground. Yes, 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 yes. That's really creepy looking. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that when he like when Seymour first summoned that thing in the middle of like a stadium, nobody clocked on that this guy might be a little bit evil. <laughs> Here's this giant like, thing bleeding from its eyes, and everyone's like, "Yeah, it's like a bit of nightmare It's like <laughs> everyone just blocked that moment out of their minds with good reason. Yeah, there was something else as well. There was like. Three like bug lady uh, but they're like things. Eight. They're, but they're like eight in total. Something like I that. Can't yeah. Remember. So we've got five. We've got this sea ocean type one. The bug lady one. Let me have yeah. a look. There was, there was like a post game. You had to do like this massive long side quest for it. Oh, that's probably because I was never very good at the um side quest things. Yeah. I think it was something to do with like the monster capturing mechanic that's sort of uh, yeah. was randomly dropped in like halfway through the game in like the calm lands. And they gave yeah. you like, these, I suppose, Pokeballs. <laughs> <laughs> you could just catch the monsters, bring them back, and like, shh, copyright. Make new monsters out of them. <laughs> it was a really weird thing to drop in, like, two thirds of the way through the game. But if you finish that, you got like another summon, and it was like three bug ladies. And they were all like, there was a, there was a tiny one. It is there was coming a back one, to me. I'm just trying one. to. I'm just trying to search it now. As I say, I remember like the elemental ones like really clearly. And as I say, um, Hama is like big moment. Yeah. Like cinematic. That's just no, cool. Nothing can stop me now. Um, <laughs> Don't stop me now. Yeah, you've got... Flying on a dragon. Uh, oh, the Major Sisters. Yeah. That's it. They do look like bugs, don't they? Yes, they yeah, do. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, insectoid. Yeah. <gasps> no, wait. Like Yo, Jimbo. 
Yes. Yes. That's here as the well. The one you just paid money to to attack for you. <laughs> and if you paid him like enough money, he might just instantly wipe out any of the bosses in the game in one shot. I mean, but that would take some grinding to like do that, especially when you've got to like buy potions and whatnot as well to keep you going. Yeah, it didn't work on like multi-stage bosses either. Mm-hmm. So you had like, I'll give you a million dollars to mess this fool up. Oh but- no, he's got another stage. Hang on. <laughs> Not a bad choice. Not a bad choice at all. Again, you've just got to kind of, got to do the grind. Mm. But I, yeah, I don't think I ever really went for any outside of the main five. Yeah. I, I mean, wasn't a side just... quest person. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it because I just kept playing it for hours on end. You having a little music leak over there, are you? Yes, I did. Oh, Reese. We're good. I think the ones in nine were really cool as well. That's like the first moment that I got Ooh. to like experience summons. And there's one like side quest summon in that called Ark. I'm going to have like, a look. And it's like this floating spaceship yacht thing, I suppose. Yeah. But it, you fight it as a boss at one point, and then later on you can go back and get it as a summon. And it's got like this one and a half minute, two minute summon animation. And, ba- <laughs> and, ba- and back in that day, all the summons did was come and do an attack for you. Yeah. Once. <laughs> Could you do like skip scene or anything? or um, Sometimes... In, in that game, you're like a, a random chance to get the full animation. And yeah. the full animation would do like more damage. But most of the time, you get the short animation. It would yeah. just fly in and do a thing and leave. But this one and a half minute, two minute thing, it like flies out of the moon. Yeah. And then it starts transforming into like a Gundam mech. Oh, wow. And I was so confused at the time, but it was really cool because I was young. <laughs> And it's and it's flying down towards the earth, and it's still transforming. Wings are popping out yeah. of its back. It puts like this targeting laser on the enemy, and loads of these little rockets shoot out of its wings. And you're just sitting there like, what the hell? But it's not over yet. Who thought of this? Yeah, I don't know. It's not even over yet because there's there's like a cannon that comes out over its arm, and the the targeting laser like shrinks down, <laughs> and then. It like cuts out to like a view of the planet and you know in Dragon Ball in the Dragon Ball series and the beams shoot out into like space. That yes. happens. And it was just massively That's... over the top. But in like a good way. Like <laughs> I was, was losing just... my tiny little mind. It was so extravagant. It really was. The level of extra to be. And even then it couldn't deal more than max damage. And you were already dealing max damage with your regular attacks at that point <laughs> in the game. <laughs> so there's literally no reason to do it other than if you liked the summer yeah. animation. <laughs> it's just that funny, man. So, uh, Final Fantasy's always been good at that as well. It's been good at like blending like magic with sci-fi tech as well. Yeah, pure spectacle. Yeah. Brilliant. Like, redi- like don't it's gonna be a, if you've never played a Final Fantasy game before and you're deciding you want to play one or listening to this has made you want to play one, which hopefully it has, it throws a lot at you. It's very like the design as yeah. We've said before, like the effort that goes into designing these things is like insane, like the details. So your eyes might be a bit like overwhelmed, as that's, might your brain, that's but fair to say. it's they're just so good. You really are. Like, treat yourself. Go on an adventure. Just let the good times roll. Yeah, and if Can't. something weird happens, just sort of accept it and move on because there's so much cool stuff Yeah, just waiting to be discovered around the next corner. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just like that. And they're, yeah, they're, I mean, the later ones as well are really good at creating like after main game content Yeah, or, and side quest stuff. I know that's the case for Seven. 
mm. I think, from what I've uh, been told. Um, again, 10 had loads of little like side quest things you could do, just get all these extra summons or yeah. just unlock, uh, you know, extra equipment. Cool swords. Uh, yeah. To be discovered if they do that in eight just yet, I'll let you know. It might be about six months from now um, by the time <laughs> I complete it, but I will do my best. And then I think 13 did. Again, I never played, I kind of completed that and I was like, great, done. The summons in 13, yeah. they are on the same like insane, grandiose yeah. scale of Tell me about one. like insanity. So like lightning's summon is Odin. Nice. And it's like it's got like two forms. It's like either this giant warrior that specializes in like thunder magic. Yeah. And it also can transform into a horse that <laughs> lightning can ride. Nice. Can you show me a picture of yes. Odin, please? I will try and find one for you. I'm imagining like a mech. It, it, they are. They're like magical mechas. Sick. And it's it's so ridiculous, but <laughs> I'm like absolutely here for it. Like Okay, in Final Fantasy Nine, Odin was just a guy on an eight-legged horse with a big sword. So yeah. I'm very interested to hear ah, what this one's about. Interesting, because in the here we go. We're gonna you see you learn stuff on here as well. <laughs> in like the original Norse myth, Odin has an eight-legged horse called Sleipnir that has eight legs, and it's like the fastest horse in the world. Yeah. So okay, let me describe what I'm seeing here. Then I've just shown Tom what Odin's summon looks like. Okay, and... we have a white and golden horse. Wow, there's a lot coming off this horse. There isn't is. There? It's it looks chonky. Yeah, you know, like Skyrim horse armor. This is that turned up to eleven. Mm -hmm. Whoa, what's this massive sword that Lightning's holding? I that's. I mean, could you kind of get like a weapon upgrade? And I think usually that sword is held by Odin in like its human form. Ah, I see. You're just like galloping around, wreaking havoc, calling down the power of the storm, and. It's everything. That's majestic it's as hell. It's so over the top. It's oh. like ridiculous. And then like Snow can summon Shiva. Yeah. The Shiva sisters. And they like transform into a motorbike <laughs> type thing. It's ridiculous. I'm going to have to go away and look at some more <laughs> of these. They are. They're just so extra. I think from what I know of 15, the summons are a bit more like traditional monster-like. Yeah, from what I've seen. They're not quite so, like, mecha-based. Yeah, got Leviathan that comes out of the sea. It's yeah. It's a big sea like snake. There's, like, a stone giant type one as well. Yeah, those kinds of make sense. Um, I can get on board with those yeah. pretty easily. Uh, my other favourite one from Final Fantasy Thirteen is Hope Summon uh, called Alexander. Right. And it's, like, this just giant stone fortress castle, moving fortress castle type thing. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, there was a similar thing in Final Fantasy IX as well. It was a, someone that you couldn't play with, but it existed in the world. Yeah. And it was just a castle that grew wings. And it could oh shoot massive lasers and nullify oh. magic and things like that. It gets taken I'm down so because of story for reasons. But Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just the series is so extra. I never thought I'd be saying these sentences in my life. It's in the best way. Absolutely. You can't, you can't, you just can't go wrong. Yeah, so he's like this giant, chonky stone fortress guy. Oh, are those cannons on the back? Yes. Oh, look at that. Look at this thick lad. <laughs> is that kind of like samurai armor inspired as well? Um, I think that's pretty cool. I've never noticed that before. I was just like, big chunky boy here to smash. Yeah, it's got like the layered armor, like, like yes. the samurais have. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's And again, cool. it's really detailed. Yeah. And like, they don't have to put that much effort in. No. You could just shoot a massive laser as a special attack, but yeah. no, we've got to go 10 times further. Oh, beyond. yeah. We, we've discussed a lot. 
We really have. We've covered a lot. Blimey. And we are running out of time, sadly. I did just look over at the clock and I was like, <laughs> Same. what time is it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Final Fantasy, great series. One day it would be nice to say I can play, I couldn't have played them all. That's a massive time investment. Yeah, it is. That's good. Like, I need to take a year off and find myself in Final Fantasy. I need to, a year off to find the money and then another year to find myself <laughs> to play them. And another year to recover from all the madness that I've just witnessed. Basically. That's a three-year three plan, that is. <laughs> in your next job interview, where do you see yourself in five years? Probably crying on the floor, coping. Yeah, probably at least like halfway through Final Fantasy IX at that yeah. point. We'll see. Just like, how does their hair do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You've got the job. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, that would be the dream. Uh, like, oh, imagine like being like called in to say, this is the new Final Fantasy game. We want you to come in and play it for us and test it. I just absolutely lose my tiny mind. Yeah. That's the ultimate dream job. Get called in to play new games before they're released. Beta test them. That's it. Yeah. Let's move to I Japan. Would love that. Let's I would love to move to let's Japan. Let's cut the odds on that one, shall we? Yes. Okay, so you graduate this year. Oh, I was gonna say next year. This year. Yeah. I graduate next year. I'll get over to Square Enix that long. Yeah. I'll, we'll, I'll save you a spot. We'll get yeah, we'll head over to Japan. Mm -hmm. We are here as your Western audience. And they'll be like, Can you not? <laughs> we've made like 15 games plus like 27 side games without your help think we're good um, <laughs> oh yeah I wanted to quickly mention that there is like two sequel games to Final Fantasy 30 and there's Final Fantasy 13 2 which I know focuses on Lightning's younger sister Sarah mm. and then Final Fantasy 13 Lightning Returns which that's I wonder what that could be about. Lightning <laughs> returns. And I think she's got like 13 days to save the planet or something. Can't remember. Well, that's but convenient, I've, isn't it? Yes. I've not played either of them, but I know that in one of them, like Lightning's armor upgrade looks like majestic, like Valkyrie-like. Nice. But yeah. Um, so there's those. I might look into those. I'll see. Yeah. I'd probably both quite like to finish 15. I'd like to, I'd like to give 15 a go because it, it looks aesthetically pleasing. Oh, God, yeah. And as you around say, in the desert with my boys. You know? uh, there's a big like bromance there is. core to it, isn't there? Which I think is interesting because he doesn't, uh, as far as I'm aware, there's no like real like female love interest per se. There no. is a female character that is of interest to Noctis, but I don't yeah. know if it's like. It doesn't matter. No, doesn't romantic. Anywhere, as far as I know. No. But yeah, I'll, I'll give that a go at some point, somewhere Absolutely. along the way. And then we've got the Final Fantasy VII remake to look forward to. Yeah, that drops this year. Well, the first part of it. I found that out first recently. First part? They're doing it in parts? Yeah, they're only doing it up till the Escape from Midgar. <gasps> and then they're going to do some more at a later date. Oh my god. I don't Surprise. Know I, I don't know if I can handle that. I was like, can you just not give it me all in one go, please? <laughs> That's going to be an expensive series to get. Oh yeah, but people, people are going to pay it. I can't afford it, but I'm probably going to pay it. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I might, like, if I'm not sure whether I want to buy a game or not, I will very quickly, like, look up a Let's Play on YouTube. Just, like, watch the first, like, level or first 10 minutes of gameplay. Yeah. See what it looks like. See how it handles and see if it's, if it's something I'm going to invest my money into. Because, obviously, being a student, half the time, <laughs> half the time, most of the time, <laughs> you are skint. Yes. As anything. So I'll see. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm determined that I want it, but I might just have to check it then if it's in like parts then. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not a day one purchaser either. I don't trust any games company enough. No, days. not to have glitches. No. Or some sort of catch to it. No pre-orders. Same. And it's like, you might get like an extra skin and like a bonus weapon, but do you know what? I'm, I am can go without that. I'll, I'll bide my time. I That's can wait. That's fine. Yeah. I'll still find a way to break the game and reach level 100 in <laughs> 20 minutes. It's fine. Speedrun strategies, you know? <sighs> Doesn't speedrunning like take the fun out of it though? I've, I've been watching quite a few speedruns recently, actually, and they're really interesting. Like the story of how some of these skips and glitches are found and what they actually do to the game's code and why the developers can have possibly foreseen that a player might do this in this order. Yeah. It's just kind of really interesting, like at that okay. kind of technical level. Yeah. Like I, it's it's far different than playing it normally. Yeah. The, the, a normal person, I would say in quotation marks, that they wouldn't find any interest Your in average it. player. Yeah. yeah. Or if I'm going to speedrun it, I'd at least like play the game through properly first. Oh, yeah, yeah, As yeah. I say, storyline, I want it, you know, they've put, most of the time they put effort into these scripts and characters and stories. I'm going to want to experience it all. I don't want to take any shortcuts. Oh, yeah, I'm not disrespecting that. That ain't how I roll. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there we go. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed listening to us ramble on and go on our little tangents about Final Fantasy. Again, it's a great game series. Uh, give it a go if you can. Regret nothing. Enjoy the journey. It's insane in the membrane, but brilliant. It's been a pleasure. It, thank you very much for joining me today, Tom. As always, you have just been a treasure, a delight. That's fair enough to and say. <laughs> I'm out. So modest. Peace. Uh, <laughs> but yes, thank you so much for joining me. And thank you to you for listening as well. Hopefully I will have another episode of Geek Speak for you soon. Topics to be decided. It's whoever's available to talk about whatever i've got a lot of topics lined up though and uh yeah live your best lives out there fulfill your fantasies and i will see you next time bye oh no is it over well don't worry because if you head on over to demon fm podcasts on anchor you can listen to all of our other podcasts as well as keep an ear out for any new episodes you can also find us on spotify apple podcasts and more go on Have a listen. I support you.